Welcome to That's My Story, period, a compilation of stories about that time of the month from some hilarious female comedians, hosted by me, Steph Garcia. Hi, my name's Allie Kornfeld, and I got my period at age 13. I was on a summer vacation, and my parents were divorced, and it was I was with my mum half the holidays. And we were in a shopping mall's public bathroom when I realized I got my period. And my mom is very new agey and natural. So she never really talked to me about anything girly, like wearing a bra or shaving, um, because she just didn't really think women should have to do those things. Um, and so when I got my period, um, she was kind of shocked. And she was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. And, um, and then she became really sympathetic. Like she felt sorry for me and was kind of disappointed that I had to put up with this monthly disaster I knew I wanted to use tampons because in Australia I'd seen all these ads on TV where carefree women are like doing cartwheels on the beach in white bathing suits and they just look very free. So I was like, all right, I want that. <laughs> so um, I told my mum to wait here in the bathroom. I went to the store, bought my own tampons um, and then came back to the store, read the instructions and like figured out how to put the tampon in by myself. Um, and in a way it felt really empowering. Like I was kind of rebelling against my mom's natural hippie ways, um, and doing something for myself, but it also felt kind of gross and a bit lonely. And I didn't know that like, was it supposed to burn so much when I put it in? And I don't know, it was, it was a weird experience. So then for the second half of the summer vacation, I was with my dad and my stepmom and, um, I lived with my dad and my stepmom. So I thought I should tell them, you know, the gross news. So I waited for my brothers to, uh, you know, be out of the room. And I was like, you know, Hey guys, I got my period. And, um, my stepmom was like, congratulations, you're a healthy, functioning woman. And then my dad joined in. He was like, hey, congratulations. And they hugged me. And it was such a nice, unexpected reaction. And um, and then, of course, my brothers heard from the other room and came running in, what's happening? And I was just, I think I turned bright red and my parents covered for me, thank God. Um, uh, but it's really just, it stuck with me um, that growing up watching the way my mom handled her period with dread and shame and resentfulness and then watching my stepmom handle it with kind of joy. And she would like leave these beautiful little boxes of tampons lying around on the toilet whenever she had her period. And um, uh, just a side note, Australians don't use applicators with their tampons, so they just have these tiny little boxes that are kind of patterned and fun um, and, uh, really easy to fit into your purse. Um, but, uh, maybe it was because my stepmom took a while to get pregnant when she was, you know, in her early life. And so, uh, she always thinks of her period as a monthly reminder that her body is healthy and doing its job. Um, and, uh, it didn't get rid of my shame completely or anything. I remember almost fainting when my older stepbrother found my bloodstained underwear in the bathroom sink soaking. Um, but, uh, it definitely did help me not dread my period. So that's my story, period. Thank you, Allie. So first off, uh, I want to talk about how freaking confident you are to go in and just buy a box of tampons. Because, I mean, I spent so much of my life, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, uh, pads and uh, milk and just ignore the pads and it's just the milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think 
the only reason why I was like that, I definitely would not have been, um, but I it, I was kind of forced to because my mum wasn't the confident, like, yeah, let's, yeah, sure, you should try tampons. She was, she didn't know what to do and she was kind of like, oh, no, I only use pads. And, and so I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to take charge of the situation and be my own mum and go out and like... That's so, amazing. So then when you went to your stepmom, did she give you any extra advice besides being like, congratulations? Not really. Yeah. But she just, you know, it was more just her attitude of, welcome to the club. This is great. It's going to be great. You yeah. know, you're a woman. Congrats. Oh, my God. That was heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so then the no applicator thing, which is still, you know, I, I, I've said this before on the podcast, but I think it's, you know, almost un-American. <laughs> <laughs> if I'll take it that far. No, it's just not um it's not a norm, I feel like in America. It isn't. And you know, like if you really look into like biology, your vagina is very self cleaning and you know, there's a lot of uh you know stuff going on, so it's very safe to <laughs> insert your finger into it. You shouldn't worry too much and um and but yeah, it must feel gross when you you know, I think yeah, I think America's a little bit more squirmish even so <laughs> British about it, which is funny. Um, but then the British, yeah, well, I mean, Australia comes from British roots and I think that's Mm. where we get our kind of shame, um, about periods, but, um, the advantage of having these little like non-applicated tampons is that they fit in your purse perfectly. You've always got like eight tampons on you at all times. (laughs) Like you never, you know, and they're cheaper and I don't know, it's just, I, I always bring some back from Australia when I come back. They're environmentally better too. Because the yeah. applicator is extra garbage. Are they, do you know, are they, like, cheaper overall? Like, are, is, are feminine products cheaper in Australia? I don't know about pads. I don't think, I mean, it's still expensive. It's yeah. still, you know, if guys got periods, pretty <laughs> sure they wouldn't cost very much at all, so. No, no, they'd all be, they'd yeah. all have IUDs and they'd be free for everybody. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's something I wish I'd known about because I was on the pill for 10 years in Australia and I did it because I never really knew when I was going to get my period. So it always, it caught me off guard. So I really needed that regularity of the pill. But then I found out that it can actually affect your liver function, especially after prolonged use. So as soon as I uh, went off the pill, uh, my liver turned back, you know, to healthy functioning. And I really wish I'd known about IUDs. I think I would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I know, like, it, it also just messes with you hormonally, and it can yeah. mess, you know, it can mess with you physically. People put on weight. Some people clear up acne. It's, um... It's My just, mood's uh, changed. Yeah. Like, after I finished, I just felt better not being on the pill. Yeah. Well, we know you're... Uh, feminine product of choice is the non-applicator OB. Oh, do wait. So it's not OB though in Australia. Uh, no, different. There's like Carefree. There's Libra Fleur. That's what I bought some along to this. I know none of you can see this, but there's this little cute box of like blue tiger stripe pattern <laughs> tampons in front of me. Yeah, I will take a picture of that and put it up. Don't you worry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so do you don't buy them here, or do you buy the OB here? No. No, I I go Tampax um, Compact here hmm. because. Again, they're the smallest ones to fit in your purse, and yeah, they I like I like them better than the pearl. I can never the pearls are ridiculous. You can't pull a thing out, and they slip out of your fingers. <laughs> uh, and then finally, what if if there's a, was any piece of advice that someone get, could have given you when you were first getting it and going through it? 
what would you have wanted someone to talk to you about? Probably, I mean, well, initially, yes, first that there's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, probably that I initially, if you're wearing a tampon, like for me at least, it kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> I didn't expect that and I was wondering if there was something wrong. Um, and, yeah, I think, and just always be prepared, always have them in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> and always share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one if Quite you're funny. out share well thank you Allie hi this is Ruby Merez and I got my period at age 12 uh sixth grade and you know I've been reading a lot of YMs and 17 magazines so I had read all the horror stories of girls in their period at like a party or at school and they said to always have a stash of pads in your locker so I did I had liners so I Kotex liners and my friend Emily did too. And we both ended up getting on the same day, which was so weird. And I was wearing white shorts. I was like that girl in the YM stories. I was like wearing white shorts and playing archery at school. And then all of a sudden I went to the bathroom and there's just blood. Uh, and I had an extra pair of underwear as well. And I think also socks, but I don't know what the socks were for. Maybe just for like some other time where I would fall and cut myself. And I had an extra pair of shorts too. So I was pretty prepared uh, for that worst case scenario. But I remember I like, you know, was putting it on the liner on the new pair of underwear. And I was like, this is not going to be enough for me. Like I'm going to keep, I'm going to have to keep coming back to the bathroom. And I only had three liners. So then I felt very unprepared. And uh, I kept putting like toilet paper there too. And then pushing my little thighs together to make sure none of it fell down the shorts. Uh, and I think it was probably the first time I never, like, I didn't have cramps or anything that led into the getting of the period. Uh, and so I went home that day. I told my mom, she went out to the grocery store and somehow while she was at the grocery store, I was able to call my older three siblings who were at college to let them know, like it's happened. She's blossomed into a woman. And I got all these phone calls from my siblings being like, I heard you got your period. Good job. Which was so, it's embarrassing because I was like, I don't need all of my siblings to know like what's up with my body right now. And then my mom came back with all these very heavy, heavy days, long days, uh, always pads. And, you know, she wasn't somebody that used tampons and I didn't get into the tampon game until like eighth grade when I was forced to by my swimming coach because I would skip a week of swimming for my period. And she was like, nah, you got to get a tampon in you. And that took a very, it was a very long evening figuring out which hole they were talking about. And I think the drawings could be updated, personal opinion, uh, and let them know like which hole it might be. Cause if you haven't been like really sexually active or like hooked up with someone, I didn't know, I didn't know about that hole per se. I mean, I knew I I knew it existed for baby purposes, but I didn't know that's where you put stuff to stop the bleeding. It was so confusing for me. Uh, and thank goodness for those applicators as my best buds. But yeah, so I got it in sixth grade wearing white shorts with my butt, best bud, Emily, Kotex liners. God bless you. But if I was to give myself advice, I'd say also come with like a heavy pad. Don't just think that your first time is going to be like a light gentle experience of mother nature happening upon you. That's my story. Period. 
you, Ruby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, those panty liners. I remember, um, did you get separated from the boys and then get the talk? Did no. you ever get that? Oh, I, at school? Yeah, at school. So they separate you from the boys and then they give you the talk. And that's Which what they- talk that you're about to get your period or we, sex? No, the period talk of like, now you're going through puberty and these are the things that are going to happen to your body. But they would give panty liners. And I used to get like super heavy periods super. before I went on the pill. And so- I remember those. I'm like, who who are these for? Who are these for? These girls that get like a drop of blood a month? Who Not is that? Me. No one's that. Yeah. All of school, especially like eighth grade through senior year of high school, I'd ha- I, our classes were 40 or 42 minutes and I have to leave halfway through class to change my pad. And then during the four minutes that you go from one class to another, change it to another pad. Or like, there'd be days where I'd be like, I can't attend school because I'll be a bloody nightmare. And I don't quite know what to do. Like, and my mom had a happy period too. So she kind of knew I wasn't lying and sympathized. And it just felt like what every month is going to be two or three days where I'm just overwhelmed by this experience of being a woman. And we're not, we're not catering to us no. like, having that. Like I'm going to skip school. I'm going to miss out on events and things. Even once I got a tampon, it still was like, change it every 40 minutes, mm-hmm. change it every 40 minutes. And then you have to start worrying about toxic shock syndrome. Oh yes. Yeah. Another whole bag of tricks, man. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, it, that I think you put it perfectly. It's like you're not catered to, but like why it's not even like a catering to. It's literally this is a thing we all have to deal with. Why mm-hmm. is there not an easier? Why isn't it like taken more into account? Yeah. You know, or like I'm not joking. I have terrible cramps. Yeah. And I don't know what to tell you about it other than I need to be horizontal. Yeah. <laughs> the next day or two. Some warm liquids. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mine, mine are. They aren't bad anymore because I'm not on birth control. I started birth control when I was 14 to help with my flow. Mm-hmm. And it made it a little less intense. And then when I was 29, I got an IUD. And then it basically made my period disappear. But the cramps sure didn't and the mm-hmm. swelling. And I would say I had one week out of a month where my breasts weren't tender and didn't hurt. Like I'd wear two or three bras at a time and I'm like, I'm pretty small. I'm like a bee. <laughs> like there's nothing happening up top. That's, uh, that heavy, but I mean, it's so sensitive. And now I'm not on any form of birth control. Um, my periods were super violent the first few months off of it. Just like, like so much blood was being lost. And I had to miss, I had to miss a very fun improv class with Becky Drysdale because I couldn't Stop bleeding. It was like oh. my first month not on the IUD. And they also didn't prepare me or tell me that. Um, they also didn't prepare me for the pain of getting an IUD, which for me was super intense. I thought it was fine for me. Did you get it after childbirth? I got it after childbirth and she right. numbed my cervix. Okay. Those two things did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> for you, yeah. They were like, if you haven't had a kid, your cervix isn't stretched. Oh. But also she didn't numb me because they give you a needle, right? Yeah. Yeah, I said no to that. Okay. Yeah. So this is a very interesting discussion just overall IUDs. I think I yeah. need to have like a whole episode on just <gasps> IUDs because yes. I feel like it, it's a, I mean, it's just like period, right? Like yeah. everyone's experience because your bodies are all different. Yeah. So everyone's experience is different. It's interesting. It hurt so bad. Yeah. It hurts so bad getting it inserted. In the first week, it hurt. And I, you have to pee all the time. Yeah. When you first get it in. It was, yeah. And you're still bleeding when you first get it in. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're like, oh, this is awful. But then I'm normal yeah. now. Like, it's normalized and then it's yeah. good. Yeah. And then it was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, then it's great. So it's like one day and like yeah. a few weeks of weird, gross pee, pee, pee and period. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like that's the one thing where I'm like, if I do go back on birth control, I do want to go on one that will make it kind of go away. Yeah. Because for four years, I didn't have to deal with this. And also financially, like it is super expensive. Pads, tampons. I don't know who had the brilliant idea of like, let's bleach it and then put it up inside women. I'd like to talk to that person, let them know like, you're part of the reason that like cervical cancer has risen. I don't know why the industry hasn't just completely stopped that practice. Yeah. And it's super expensive to get non-bleached pads and tampons. But that's what I do now. I either order them online or I get it from Whole Foods. A few CVSs have them. Yeah. I want to try the underwear one. The thanks? Yeah. Yeah. Or the ones that were like, there's a liner inside of their underwear and it's like reusable or rewashable. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know that. I know things, but I don't know about Have the, you tried things? No, no, I haven't. Um but that actually goes into one of the questions I was asked people yeah. is what's your preferred like preferred feminine product? So I guess you order the non-bleached. The non-bleached ones. Which, okay. Now have, I have, now I have to think about which ones I really like. So there's two. Whole Foods has a brand that I don't like because the adhesive is not great. Huh. Um and that's frustrating. To yeah. Me. Okay. Now you've moved on me. <laughs> like this is, this is half your job is to stay in place. Um, I know nature care, nature care is what I like. Okay. Nature care. Their liners aren't the best, but their pads are, and they have tampons that you can put inside yourself that are non-bleached. But I also have kind of stopping tampons unless I have to, because I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to be putting stuff up there anymore. <laughs> like completely. I don't know. <laughs> I'm shutting it down right now. <laughs> nothing gets in, nothing gets out. Well, it's like, I'm, it feels like almost cleaner, right? Just to like yeah. let it come out and flow out. This might be gross to your listeners, but this no. is what I've been doing the past six months. Um, embracing my femininity and goddess warrior power. Um, I kind of let myself, it's so weird. I don't know if people know why I'm doing this because you know I'm like super OCD. Um, not super OCD, thorough. And uh, I let myself bleed out the first day kind of on my underwear and I don't fucking care anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking warrior. Warriors <laughs> bleed. And then I cut off the underwear and then like throw in the trash can. Like I just, I did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> just killed a lion and I had my period. <laughs> Somebody said something to me yesterday. They said, anything you can do, I can do bleeding. Oh yeah. I like that saying a lot. I've, I've heard it before. Yeah. And I was like, yep. That's me. And the first day, I'm going to bleed wherever I am. Watch out couches because Ruby's here. No, I wouldn't ruin a friend's couch. <laughs> but your own. Yeah. If I had one, I would ruin it <laughs> if I had one. Uh, and then finally, if you if you could give yourself any advice going back when you were like 13, going mm-hmm. through it, like what would you say to yourself or to, you know, the girls out there now listening? I spent so much time trying to hide that I would have a period or that I was affected by it. And I definitely think that's a problem in our society of like, don't let people know you have a period because then they'll think you're emotional, which we're we're all experiencing hormonal fluctuations all the time as is everything. Like everything's changing every second. So if we're not changed, like I think it's just such a bizarre idea that we should be these non-emotional, non-hormonal beings. I definitely know when I'm starting to get close to my period because things just feel more pressured or I, I can feel I get snippy at smaller things. Um, and no one really told me like, Hey, just let you know, like that's totally normal. It's a stressful society that we're in and we're not really catering to like 
what's going to happen to you every month for like 30 to 40 years. So you'll just know that for yourself and do good self-care. Like the week leading up to my period, I have to definitely not be a social, stay home a little bit more and just do more like, I'm going to sit in a hot tub or take a bath or like cuddle myself or just do something that like, this is for me and my womb. Um, so developing self-care practice early on and don't put anything bleached near your vagina. Like that is not what we should be doing. I agree. No bleach towards your vagina. <laughs> oh, also always have always wipes and backup of your pads because it can come sometimes and just surprise you. It's true. I still get surprised. Me too. Well, thank you, Ruby. Thank you. My name is Roni Geva, and I got my period when I was 12. Um, my mom prepped me for years beforehand. Like, I knew all about sex when I was like five. I knew I knew the whole thing. It was awesome. I love my mom. She's so, she's so fierce and like a total feminist and... Um, and, and she wanted us to, both my brother and I to like really understand everything from the get go. So I knew it was coming and I, I knew it was going to be awesome. Like I'd already had like booblets, you know, <laughs> it was coming. And she said that when she had her first period, it was like spotting, right? Like little brown, it started, it was just like little brown spots and then it got a little stronger and you know, and I was like, okay. So that's what I was expecting because why would my mom lie to me? Or why would I have a different body than my mom, I guess? And so the day I got my period, it was like the Niagara Falls of blood. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'm dying, I'm dead, this is terrible. Uh, because I, it was so unexpected, right? So I went to her right away and I was like, ah, I made a terrible mess. And I, and I wasn't ashamed and I, I don't associate any negative feelings, more just shock and awe. And she was like, oh, well, here's a pad. And, you know, like, we went pad shopping. It was very, like, let's pick a few of them so you can see which one you like. She's the best. Um, so for years I used pads because she never used tampons. And so she didn't teach me about tampons. And then when I got to college, I tried all, in the same way. I was like, oh, I'm going to shop for tampons. I'm going to see the ones I like. And I used tampons. And, and I, I just never really had, like, shame or negative feelings about it at all. But what I really realized as time wore on in my life is like my relationship with uh, either being fully aware of it or hiding it, right? So as I grew older, it was like, okay, well, I like using a pad at night when I sleep, but during the day I use tampons. But my problem is that I get incredibly strong periods. And so tampons aren't always your friend because you're like, and now there's this, it's like I'm bleeding to death on my insides and there's this tiny little, even if it's like the super that's like trying to absorb all of this blood and I can feel it sliding out of me because the force of the stuff coming out of me is going, it's so strong that it's like shoving my tampon out of me. So I, so then I was like, well, I guess on those days I should use a pad or maybe I should use a pad and a tampon. And it was sort of this like ongoing thing until, of course, a friend of mine was like, you should use the Diva Cup. So I bought several, again, right, this is like, I'm going to shop around for my vagina. So I bought uh, two different brands and two different sizes and I had no success with either. Um, the first one 
well, you have to sort of squeeze it in a very particular way. And then you have to get all up in there in a very particular way. And I have no problem with any of that. It's just so much work to figure it out. And I was like, does this really need to be so hard? Like, womanhood already has so many challenges. Does it really need to be so frustrating to to deal with your period? Because uh, once I got it up there, it got stuck. And then it was really hard to get it out. And I thought, well, I'm going to have this surgically removed. Like, I don't know. It just it got suctioned on so strong that it wasn't coming off. And then the other one that I got um, just kept tipping. And so then it was like, well... You know, if I'm going to wear a pad, I can just wear a pad. I don't need to wear a pad and a diva cup. I can do one or the other. This is silly. Um, And then, you know, Facebook happens. And on Facebook, every day, it's like, the period underwear. The period underwear. Try the period underwear. Period underwear. And I was like, fine, Facebook, you win. So I went to the period underwear website, you know, thanks. And I decided that... If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. And I bought six pair because I was like, I'm going to exclusively use this to go through a few cycles so that I can decide if I want to handle my period this way. And I have to say, it's now been months and months and months, like almost a year of using period underwear. It has changed my relationship with my period in such a positive way. It's, it's very like, so to explain in case whoever's listening doesn't hasn't seen a thousand Facebook ads telling them that they need to purchase period underwear. Um, they're sort of like bikini bottoms they, the, in, in thickness. Um, they're super, super comfortable. They uh, make you not stink at all. Um, and they're leak-proof. Like you're hermetically sealed in a lady diaper, <laughs> basically. Um, and, and they really work and there's all kinds, there's ones for heavy days and there's one for light days and there's all different kinds. Often I find myself sort of hyper aware of my flow as it's coming or going because it's going onto basically underwear and some of it, yeah, sure goes into the absorbent part of the underwear, but the rest of it, you know, like I'm going to be very graphic, so if that makes you uncomfortable, people, I'm so sorry, but let's all be shame-free about periods. Like, the gunky stuff that's sort of thicker, like the lining that comes out of you, just lays on top of your underwear. And so then you have to sort of scrape it off, I guess, right? And 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 so I do with, like, a piece of toilet paper, and then I throw it back in. But the other thing about it is it makes it you, it, you get so aware of how your flow is per day. Because then it determines sort of what kind of underwear you're going to be dealing with that day. But also, like, if you're traveling, it, they, they make zero sense. Because, what, I'm going to be in the airport bathroom and take off my pants completely and then take off my underwear completely, put on new underwear and, what, go wash my underwear in the, in the sink and, like, the public bathroom? Like, people would not. I'm fine with it. But it's like, it's like cloth diapers, but for adult women. Um, and, and I have to say, like, there's something really empowering about having that visceral of a relationship with my period where, like, I know exactly how it is now. Like, I know my period. And I, and I love that and it's empowering. Um, and, and also that I'm not paying for freaking feminine products and paying the pink tax, which is so irritating to me that I just try to avoid doing it. So, you know... Is it the most convenient thing? No. Do I still have tampons at home? Yes. But do I hardly ever use... I've had the same box for probably seven months. And it's funny because when I bring it up, people are immediately like, oh my God, do they work? 
So yes, this is me giving a glowing review of Lady Diapers. And that's my story, period. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, you are our first period underwear, so that's exciting. And it's funny, too, because you're also not the first to have an issue with the Diva Cup. I myself have not used it, so I'm still always very intrigued by it because that suction thing. Yeah, and, and, and it would suck on, and then I would try to get it off, and in trying to get it off, it would be like explosion of of period all over my hand, then all over the like the toilet. It just, and I know, there's a learning curve, and mm-hmm. once people figure it out, they're like obsessed, and it's the best. I ain't nobody got time for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you said your mom, though, didn't use tampons. So right. was there a reason for that? Because you, you talk about her being a feminine warrior and stuff, and not that, like, people who don't use tampons aren't. But I don't, I don't know if there's, like, a correlation or anything. You know, I think it was just that she's older, you know, and, and she was in a generation where tampons, tampons, I don't know when tampons really came around and became like, very popular, also in Israel, which is where, you know, we were until I moved here when I was 11. So I moved here right before I got my period. Um, I don't know if if tampons were, like, the rage at <laughs> uh, Tel Aviv when she was growing up. So I don't know if that was, like, really available to her. And so she just used pads. And then I think also she had a, a pretty early hysterectomy because she okay. had a bunch of stuff going on health-wise. Um, and so, you know, I think eventually she was like, well, great. Now I don't even have to deal with it. <laughs> Did she also talk to your brother openly about like women and yeah. Yeah. And, and it makes for like the most woke boy <laughs> ever. My brother is so good. He has, um, two daughters and a, and a son and, and he's married to this amazing woman and they just, it's, it's awesome to watch him be with the ladies cause it's. Because of his awesome, badass mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we need the allies and the men, too. Like, Yes. It's not just us fighting this fight. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's really cool, too, to hear that. Um, Because I think it's really important, you know, to when you're raising a child, whether whatever gender, to really, you know, enforce, like, everyone has a right to their body. Yes, (laughs) and and to to not have shame about body. Like, I never had body stuff. I know so many women do, and, and it breaks my heart. And, and, and I ask my mom, like, what did you guys say to us that my brother and I don't have body shame? We have shame about all kinds of shit. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's not like we're shame-free. We have lots of shame. It's just not about bodies. It's not about sex. It's not about sexuality. That stuff was all, like, fair game. That's awesome. I know. I'm so, so grateful. Uh, so back to these underwear, though. Yes. <laughs> Since you seem so like uh, like in love with them, uh, I found it really interesting because you were talking about the flow, and I know like if you use tampons, you can like kind of figure out that it's a heavier flow, but you don't like really f- like feel it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. But here it's like just sitting. <laughs> it's just it's like it, it gathers like a a, a, a mil- few millimeters of of goo, oh, right? Which is very graphic, but it's also like oh okay, this is this is what comes out of me on day mm. two. Right, mm-hmm. but it's also I have found because I don't want to be sitting in it that I'll sort of kegel it up and then go to like and not be yeah. like here comes my blow because you know if you're sitting at your desk all day or whatever you don't want to be like and now I'm sitting <laughs> in my moisture in my lady diaper. So you do wear it like to work and stuff. And oh, it's like, totally. Um, and it works all day. It depends. Not on the super heavy flow days. Okay. On the super heavy flow days, I'll go through like three of them. But I mostly work from home, and so then it's like oh, fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But I will sort of hold it, as it were. I mean, I know it's like we're not we. It's not like pee, but yeah. 
you can kind of hold it. And then, and I don't even do it on purpose anymore. My body just kind of holds it. And then when I go to the restroom because I have to pee or whatever, it's all of a sudden the floodgates open Mm -hmm. and tons and tons of period comes out as well and not just pee. And I'm like, oh, my body was just holding on to that because I subconsciously didn't want to sit in my own goo. (laughs) (laughs) And you just wash them like regular? I mean, well... So right away when you take them off, you wash them in, in your sink, right? Uh-huh. And, and I have, like, you know, wool light or whatever. So I just, like, wash them and hang them in, in my bathroom. <laughs> my sweet man is like, your underwear is, your period underwear is all over the shower. Do you mind if I move it? <laughs> like, yes, it's fine. Don't worry. You can touch it even. Um, and, uh, yeah, and so, and then they dry pretty quickly. And then when I'm done with my cycle, usually is when I'll just throw them in the wash and then you just you, you do need to let them air dry because it's better for the longevity oh. of, your, of, of all the fancy fabrics that are inside that make it so that you don't have bacteria growth and smelly and blah 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 and did you ever try and do any birth control because I also had a like monster period and then when I went on birth control things kind of evened out but I also know like hormones are crazy and birth yes, control does be crazy <laughs> and I can't do birth control got it and in fact uh, when I when I was telling um, my man Rick that I was going to do this, he was like, oh, you should tell a story about how whenever you were going to get your period when you were on birth control, the night before your period, you spent the entire night sleeping on the bathroom floor because you were puking so much. Like, that's what birth control does to me. Wow. So, obviously, I'm not on birth control. Yeah. Because it makes me violently ill. <laughs> and also crazy. Like, it makes me emotionally unstable. Yeah. So, yeah. None and for me. That's fine. That's fine. That was... Uh... I just wanted to check. Yes. It's always it's all good information to know. Like, one of the big things, especially with this podcast, that I always bring up is, like, everybody's body is different. Everybody reacts to things differently. And it's really about how, na- like, your natural progesterone and estrogen levels, mm-hmm. wherever they are naturally, is how you will react to birth control. So sometimes it normalizes you and it makes you feel better on all accounts. And for people like me, it makes you crazy. Yeah. And then finally, you know, it sounds like you had such a great advocate already in your mm-hmm. corner, but if you want to then give maybe an advice to girls going through it now, yes. or if there is something you wish you had heard when you were um, going through it in the beginning stages, you can also talk about that. I, you know what? There is something that is really, um, it's not necessarily about the period itself. It's about the weeks sort of surrounding it. So um, PMS is a real thing. And don't ever let anybody tell you that it's not. Um, I get the super sads, like crazy. I, I have super sads anyway, uh, but when I'm PMSing, I have super sads. And we joke in my house that it's like, I have these strong, horrible feelings, and I know logically that they are hormonal, but that doesn't make them any less real. And so give yourself grace with that, but recognize that it's happening because of hormones. So that doesn't make it less real, just know that that's just part of the depth and of your own humanity and that that's okay. But to not ever let anyone minimize those feelings because they can't just say, oh, well, you're just having PMS. Like, yes, yes, I am. That doesn't make me feel less stabby. But it eventually passes. Yes, it has. Like, like, literally the minute I bleed, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, (laughs) thank you, Roni. My pleasure. I love that you're doing this. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud for more period stories. And if you're interested in hearing more stories written by and about women, check out thehotgoss.com. 
a blog and newsletter co-founded by me, your host, Steph Garcia. For more information on global operations to destigmatize taboos surrounding periods and aid young women during their menstrual cycles, visit menstrualhygieneday.org or huruinternational.org. <laughs>